Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the Culips English Podcast. You're listening to Simplified Speech, the Culips series that features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about interesting topics. Today, I'm joined by my co host, Cassie. Hey, Cassie, how's it going? Doing great, Andrew. And you? I'm good too, Cassie. And I'm excited for today's topic. Also, a little bit nervous about today's topic, but excited, I suppose. <laughs> We're going to be hopping into a time machine to go back and revisit our. Teen years. <laughs> and we're going to talk about our memories of what being a teenager was like. Sounds like a fun topic, Andrew. <laughs> I can't wait to hear about some of your really awkward, angsty stories. <laughs> But before we dive into today's topic, Andrew, I want to let everybody know about our study guides, which are a great resource that we offer to help improve our listeners' English skills. We create study guides and interactive transcripts for all of our episodes, which are expertly created by our team of English teachers to help you reach your learning goals faster. But that's not all. If you sign up to become a member at qlips.com, you'll also get awesome bonuses like invitations to our monthly live streams and our members only series, The Fluency Files. So don't miss out on this opportunity to take your English to the next level and visit qlips.com now. Become a member. We'd also like to give a shout out to one of our listeners from Italy with the username Zara. And Zara left us a great review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Zara wrote, Qlips is a true booster. <laughs> booster, I like that. Thank you so much, Andrew and Cassie. I'm a new listener, and your podcast is the only thing that I like to listen to almost all day long. Well, Zara, thank you so much for listening all day. That's a long time, but we really appreciate it. And that review was very great. So thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. And a huge thanks to everyone out there who's been supporting us with comments and reviews. It really helps other English learners from around the world connect and learn with us. So, our topic for today is about being a teenager. And we're going to share some memories the good, the bad, the ugly, everything <laughs> that comes with being a teenager. I'll kick off the conversation here, Andrew, by yep. asking you the first question. All right, shoot. What would you like to know? Okay, I'm curious. How did you spend your free time as a teenager? Hmm, how did I spend my free time as a teenager? Well, to be honest, I don't think there's a huge change between now and then, except for the amount of free time. <laughs> <laughs> so, how I spent it is very similar. Uh, I liked music, I loved playing music, I spent a lot of time playing music. Like guitar, piano, drums,、uh, any musical instrument I was really interested in. So, playing music was a huge thing for me when I was a teenager. Also, video games.、Mm -hmm. I was a massive gamer too. I loved to play video games, Nintendo 64. 
Sega Dreamcast and Sony PlayStation. Those are the three consoles that I remember, plus playing PC games. Mm -hmm. My favorite game was Age of Empires. So playing online games <laughs> and just games with my friends in general, uh, something that I did a lot when I was a teen that I don't do now, really. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I mean, I just remember having so much free time when I was a teenager. And now I have not very much. So that really, really has changed. Yeah, if only we could have those years back of endless free time. <laughs> I also remember spending a lot of time with my friends. Mm. Like every day you would see your friends and hang out with them every day at school or after school or on the weekends. Like all the time you would be spending time with your friends. And now, unfortunately, I don't get to see my friends too often. It's like everybody's busy with their family life and professional life. And in fact, just before we started recording here, Cassie, we're recording in early January yep. right now. I'm not sure when this episode will come out, but we're in early January. I was texting with my friend and she was like, let's meet up in March. <laughs> <laughs> so we're scheduling already for two months in the future to try and hang out. Yep. It's just really difficult. So that's a huge change from when I was a teenager and my current life. How about you? How did you spend your time when you were a teen? Mm, I think I spent it pretty similarly to how I do now. Um, I was a huge bookworm back then, so a lot of books. I did sports practice every day. So I think I exercised more I wasn't really any more fit <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> I've never been great at sports I just like participating in them um, what sport did you do I uh, did cross-country running in the fall really and swimming in the winter and track and field long distance running in the spring really all this time you know, my hobby is running. Yeah, I don't do it anymore. <laughs> we could have been running together this whole time, Cassie. I had no idea that you were also into running. I guess back in the day, not yeah, anymore. Yeah. Okay. What else? I really liked sleeping. I would come home from <laughs> school and take the best naps. Yeah, it's true. Teens need to spend a lot of time sleeping. It's really important for your development and growth. And I think teenagers need just like tons of sleep, right? They don't get enough of it. I can tell you as a high school teacher myself, they are like walking zombies all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of students these days don't get enough sleep. But I remember getting my fair share when I was younger, like on the weekend, it would be very, very common for me to wake up at like 1 p.m. Yep. <laughs> you know, just miss the whole morning. Now you can't even fathom that. You're like, it is my weekend. I'm getting up early and yeah. <laughs> enjoying every single second. <laughs> but yeah, I remember like often waking up and it being 1 p.m. And it's not like I was going crazy. You know, I was never one of those like party teens that would go out and, you know, drink or anything like that. I was mm -hmm. a very kind of goody two shoes type teenager I think mm -hmm. for the most part but just playing video games until like 2 a.m and yep. then sleeping until 12 p.m that was like a typical Friday Saturday for me <laughs> yeah 
Same, except instead of the video games, it was probably reading books or watching movies or something. <laughs> Cassie, what was your fashion like when you were a teenager? Were you like one of the cool kids? Were you on the cutting edge of fashion or? I was <laughs> so shy in middle school. So mm. early teen years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, but I just hated anything besides sweatpants and sweatshirts. Okay. <laughs> I was such a schlump. I don't know what the word for it is. <laughs> I was so lazy. Um, but in high school, I branched out more and I don't know. I would call myself like, comfy casual the sweatpants mm-hmm. turned into jeans the mm-hmm. sweatshirts turned into like cute tops i okay. don't know <laughs> i didn't try very hard <laughs> how about you i don't think i tried too hard either I'm trying to remember when i was like early teens definitely sportswear was big i remember mm-hmm. wearing a lot of nike a lot of adidas mm-hmm. lots of athletic type clothing And then when I was a bit older, I started getting into going to thrift stores and like Mm. thrifting, going Mm. to buy like old and vintage clothes. I remember some of my friends really had no idea. Like, why are you wearing that shirt? (laughs) It's like from the 70s. It's cool. And I was like, man, come on. on." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I think to some extent, I was on my own. I wasn't really following the trends. Mm. When I look back, you know, every once in a while you'll see on social media like things that every kid who grew up in the 2000s will recognize. And I see a lot of the fashion trends that look so terrible in retrospect. Like one big thing was frosted tips. Uh, So that was a little bit before me, but yeah. Yeah, my generation, like guys dying the tips of their hair especially at the front dyeing it blonde didn't timberlake start that justin yeah probably (laughs) some pop star anyways i never did that but looking back i'm like glad i didn't do that it looks terrible i thought it did then and i do now and there was some other fashion trends like that that i didn't really follow at all yeah wearing a hollister and abercrombie were Mm. huge Mm -hmm. in middle school high school Yeah, big brands. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I didn't really follow the fashion trends too much. I'm not trying to say that I was fashionable at all. I probably looked terrible in retrospect, but I wasn't (laughs) following the trends. (laughs) Cassie, what about your relationship with your family Mm -hmm. as a teen? You know, for a lot of teens, it's a time of angst. Angst. Get a little bit angry, maybe (laughs) rebel against your parents. Were you an angsty, rebellious teenager i was pretty bad at age 13 or 14 kind Mm. of earlier i think Mm -hmm. i was pretty good by high school my mom barely remembers my angsty phase because my sister was a terror (laughs) (laughs) she came three years later than me so um, my mom only remembers her bad stuff and remembers me as being the the older angel daughter nice (laughs) yeah (laughs) You got out of it because of her. Yes. (laughs) How about your family? Yeah, in my family, there wasn't really any big rebellion or anything. My brother and sister were pretty well behaved. And I think I was as well. But maybe if I did start to rebel, I wouldn't even say rebel, but just maybe not want to live the same life as my parents 
mm. have exactly probably happened a little later, like mm. 17, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. For my younger teen years, I was, like I said, pretty goody two shoes. Mm-hmm. But then a little bit later, that's when I went my own way. I found my own path in life. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I feel grateful for my family. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was a teenager. I even had like a crisis where I was like, do I even want to go to university? Maybe I'll just join the military. So glad I didn't do that. (laughs) Um, I was like directionless, but I was very independent. My family are all like very smart, very supportive, and they're all super financial savvy. Mm. So we didn't grow up with like crap ton of money they were not rich but Mm. we never wanted for anything Mm. and my mom never gave us an allowance she'd occasionally give us money if we wanted to go with our friends to the movies but like if we wanted to do anything extra we had to earn it and Mm. i uh, my first job i got when i was 14 14 Mm -hmm. or 15 Mm -hmm. and i think that really helped me grow um, in my teenage years and blossom into a successful adult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I also had a job when I was in high school. Maybe not quite. Well, I was doing some work actually at a recording studio. It was kind of the first thing I remember doing. My piano teacher, I was taking piano lessons and he set up this little recording studio in his home and I would do some very basic audio-related tasks. Uh, this is so far back in the day, but he would record on audio tape, actual tape, Whoa. audio tape mm-hmm. called ADAT, and I would transfer that ADAT tape to the computer, make mm-hmm. a digital copy of it. That was the first thing I remember getting paid for. That was mm-hmm. probably around 13 or 14 years old. And then later on, when I was maybe 16 or 17, I got my first real job at a drugstore. Cassie, I think that's one thing that I've noticed that is a difference between life for me here in Korea, and maybe it's like this for you in Thailand, where you live now as well, is that in Canada, in the USA, it's really common for high school students to have part-time jobs. Mm -hmm. It's not something that everybody does. I had many classmates who didn't Mm -hmm. (laughs) have part-time jobs. And I was jealous of them that they could just spend their weekend very leisurely while I had to work. But I've noticed that here in Korea, it's like the job of a student, high school student, is just studying. Mm -hmm. And they study a ton. They're always Mm -hmm. studying, but they're not working like that. Cassie, from your experience growing up in the States... How many of your classmates had part-time jobs? Would you say it was like 50-50? Our classes were separated by skill level. Mm-hmm. Like honors were the advanced kids and then college prep were like the level below that and then the, the lowest level. And I feel like the honors kids, mostly a lot of them either had summer jobs only mm-hmm. or they didn't have jobs at all. Mm-hmm. And then the college prep, Kids, they usually had summer jobs and also maybe like jobs during the school year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just depended on, I guess, economic levels and then also rigor of classwork. Mm, mm. I see. What about your social life as a teenager? Were you a social butterfly? Yeah, I was not very popular, but I was 
cool with that. I didn't like the pressure. <laughs> I I would call my uh, teenage years a transformation. I went from a really shy caterpillar to a more confident, happy version of myself in high school. Mm. And um, I was going to touch on that, actually. It yeah. was because of my friends. Um, you mentioned earlier how you hung out with your friends so much more than you do now. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing how much friends influence you, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people say, you know, if you come from a good family, that will determine how successful you are. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just as true for friends, if not more so. If you're a part of a really outgoing, dedicated, diverse and interesting friend group, you're going to be really successful in life. You get skills, you get confidence, you have like a cheer squad with you. you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. But if you're a part of a friend group that, you know, does a lot of drugs or is kind of lazy or depressing, you know, that's going to influence your outlook on life as well. Right. Um, so I think I was lucky. And from what I hear from you, you are really lucky to have really great supportive friends. Cassie, you quickly touched about this before we hit record, but I wanted to go back to it. And that was talking about what your dream was when you were a teenager. You said you'd never thought you would end up being a teacher, but now you're a teacher. Did you have like a dream career that you wanted to achieve when you were younger? Uh, You know, when I was in elementary school, I had lots of weird, unique dreams. But by the time I got to high school, I really didn't know. I don't know. You learn so much at that point and you think, wow, I could do anything. But how could I possibly pick right now? Mm. Um, it's a stressful situation. So I was not one of those kids that was like, I'm going to major in this and get this career four years after I graduate. You know, like, like I did not have that plan set. Yeah, yeah. But I did have a, a passion that I found uh, senior year of high school. I really, really, really fell in love with physics. And that's why I decided to major in it. Mm. had no idea what I was going to do after. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? Yeah, I think I was the same way. I didn't really have a career goal or plan. And in fact, I kind of didn't even know if I wanted to go to university or not until maybe my final year of high school. And I didn't even really think too deeply about going to university. I just kind of like threw out some applications and saw what stuck. So yeah, I was kind of like an aimless teenager. I wasn't one of those students who's really focused and trying to achieve a goal from a young age. I just had no idea. I was kind of making it up as I went along. And I think I found my path eventually, (laughs) but it took a while. You know, even there's a lot of adults out there who are still wandering. You know, this path (laughs) is good for now, but I could do something else later. Yeah. part of life. (laughs) It's part of life. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, we work with students, right? Cassie, Mm -hmm. I work with university students. You work with uh, high school, high school students. Okay. So we're both working with young people. And sometimes I'm really impressed with how focused students are and how much ambition and drive they have. And sometimes they tell me like, oh, I'm worried about my future. 
And I'm like, you're worried about your future. <laughs> when I was your age, I had no idea at all about what I was going to do. And so I see them with so much drive and ambition. Mm -hmm. It's really inspiring. And I laugh at them almost. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still kind to them. But inside, I'm laughing at them because I think, well, you guys are so much farther ahead than I was at your age. So for them to be worried or concerned is kind of funny to me because I think these guys, they have it figured out. They'll be fine. Yeah, they just got to work out the details. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cassie, we can't wrap this episode up without talking about some kind of awkward or embarrassing teen, teen moments. I'll go first. When okay. I was a teenager, I had to wear braces. Uh, Did you have braces when you were a teen? I did not. No. Mm -mm. So <laughs> actually one of our Culips members left a comment on our website recently and she was talking about wearing braces. And it made me remember back to that time of having to wear braces and having this big metal contraption in my mouth and how awkward it was to talk and eat. I used to hate eating lunch at school because you're worried about getting little pieces of food stuck in the braces. It's just overall bad time wearing them. I think mm -hmm. maybe these days the technology has improved a lot. And you so, could get the Invisalign. Yeah, Lucky. Modern <laughs> people are so lucky. I didn't have any of that. I had like the classic big metal braces. And yeah. I remember them cutting my mouth often. Mm -hmm. Like I'd have little cuts on the inside of my cheeks and it's just awful. very uncomfortable. I remember that being a really awkward phase of my life. What about you? Is there like a moment or some phase or some memory that you have from when you were a teenager that makes you kind of cringe when you think back on it? Probably a lot, but um, I guess <laughs> a similar thing to you, um, not braces, but I still have this now, but I've learned to accept it. Mm. Um, I told you I ran a lot in mm -hmm. after school sports and I get like the reddest tomato face mm. every time I run and everybody else on the team just looked so cool and put together. <laughs> and every time I ran, I just looked like I was dying. <laughs> and it made me so embarrassed. <laughs> uh, now I just try to embrace it, but maybe that's why I don't run as much anymore. <laughs> At least your embarrassment would be hidden behind your red face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great. <laughs> Well, that's not too bad, though. I think that's all right. I think when you're a teenager, though, everything is embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Everything. You know, it's interesting, the expression that you just used. You said you had the brightest red tomato face. Mm. And I'm bringing that up because I was recently talking with one of my Korean friends, mm -hmm. and they were talking about a similar situation, and they said the biggest, brightest apple face. Mm -hmm. So in the Korean language for that kind of situation, you use mm -hmm. apple to describe the color of your face. You're red like an apple. Oh, but that's in, interesting. Yeah. In English, we say red like a tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well, Andrew, I think that's going to bring us to the end of the episode for our regular listeners. Mm hmm but we're going to keep the discussion going for just a bit longer for our ad-free members only edition of this episode. 
So if you're a Qlips member and you're listening to this regular episode, make sure to get the ad-free version of this episode on our website, qlips.com, so you can listen to the extra bonus content. Absolutely. But anyways, for this regular edition of the episode, we're going to wrap things up. So thank you everyone for listening and great job on completing an English study session with us. If you like this episode, we would really appreciate it if you could support us. Your support allows us to keep making English lessons for learners all over the world. We couldn't do Qlips without you. The best way to support us is by signing up and becoming a Qlips member. And for all the details, you can just visit our website, qlips.com, and learn about them. You can also support us by following us on social media, telling your friends who are learning English to check us out, or by leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to Qlips. That's it for now. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode. Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.